Hey, everybody, it's Mike from the Mike Widener Show, powered by SoundCloud Studios. Visit online at soundcloudstudios.com for all your needs. Look at a professional website without breaking your budget. SoundCloud Studios is the answer. SoundCloud Studios offers fast, affordable custom web designs that blow the competition away. Call today, 1-800-303-3960. That's 1-800-303-3960. Or email to support at soundcloudstudios.com. Mention the Mike Widener Show. Get 20% off your first project. Sonic Web Studios, take your image to the next level. Also, time to give official shout-out to our official sponsor of the Mike Widener Show, international warring author Mia molson If you love fast-paced mysteries, you'll love Missing by Mia molson available on Amazon and paperback and ebook. Missing is fast-paced and intriguing with an unforgettable twist. It takes place in four countries, two strangers, one target, where truth is illusion and those you love will be the first go missing. It's available on Amazon and paperback and ebook. Missing by Mia molson has got great reviews and Eve Levin endorsed by Howard celebrities, including Joanna Cassidy, Forbes Riley, Eminem. So grab your copy today for Goes Missing by Mia molson available on Amazon. Also, check out the Mike Widener Show at themikewidenershow.com and over 40 podcast platforms heard in over 100 countries, including Facebook, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Also, Anchor FM, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, Audible, Apple Music. Also, heard on HamiltonRadio.net, Diamonds FM, Oldies Radio, and a few networks coming soon. Take the Mike Widener Show with you on any mobile device. Subscribe to the Mike Widener Show on the YouTube channel. Follow the Mike Widener Show on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok today. And for great gift ideas, go to Amazon.com and check out the Mike Widener Show podcast. T-shirts, pop sockets, throw pillows, tote bags, hoodies, baseball gear, and more. Makes great gifts 24-7. Go to Amazon.com. Check out the Mike Widener Show podcast. And for more great gift ideas, go to Amazon.com slash me and Molson ZF. For great books like Missing, Once, and Wrinkles, also T-shirts, pop-up goods, hoodies, phone cases, and more, Amazon.com slash Mia Molson Zia. Check it out today. I'll support the Mike Widener Show on Anchor FM, PayPal, themikewidenershow.com. Make sure you get generously today. We're here with two terrific uh, professionals out there who uh, collaborate on The Lonesome Trail, which is directed by an award-winning um, director and also featuring an, an amazing uh, actor as well, too. He appeared in uh, Homeland and also... House of Cards, we'll talk about that. And uh, we got a gentleman who was raised in um, San Diego, California, native uh, Annapolis, Maryland. And he's been in TV, film, commercial actor, and also a pair on Netflix, Showtime, Veep. And also uh, he was a Madam Secretary and also numerous commercials and print ads. And um, also been featuring corporate video productions and uh, leading supporting roles in several indie films as well. And is accomplished a uh, drummer and a sought-after MC host and public speaker. We'll talk about that. And um, also a dedicated philanthropist and a founding board director of Autism, which is um, FYI.org. That's AutismFYI.org. And also raising awareness and everything else. And of course, we have a um, wonderful director who's uh, from Risertown, Maryland, or Risertown. You can correct me later on. Uh, writing, producing, directing, award-winning Christian-based plays and uh, music videos, short films, more of the decade. And together, we're going to talk about the Lonesome Trail. Live from the Plus Studios um, in the East Coast, we have the amazing um, award-winning uh, actor, Lamont Easter, and also the amazing awarding film director, Arlette Thomas Fletcher of Lonesome Trails. Guys, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thanks for joining us today. Hi, thanks good for afternoon. What's well, great to have you on board, guys. So thanks for joining us as well, too. So um, before we get started, Lamont, you're a native of uh, Annapolis, Maryland, and uh, you ra you're raised in San Diego, California. You've been a TV, film, commercial actor for a number of years. You appeared on uh, Netflix, Showtime, Veep. Also, you've been in Madam Secretary and numerous uh, commercials and print ads, and uh, you're known for... Um, Homeland as President Keen and also House of Cards as uh, Underwood's uh, Secret Service agent and um, also an accomplished drummer as well too and sought after MC host as well. And uh, Arlette, you're also from Risertown or is it Risertown, Maryland? So you can uh, tell me which one it is. And uh, you're writer, producer, director, award-winning uh, Christian-based plays, music videos, short films for more than a decade. And before we talk about the Lonesome Trail and more, uh, Talk about uh, how you guys first get started. So you can choose Lamont or Arlette. So take your pick. Well, um, I I got started um, uh, early on doing doing some um, featured uh, um, background work on uh, some of the shows you mentioned. Uh, for six years, I was on House of Cards as one of the primary uh, Secret Service agents. Um, did three years with Julia Dreyfus on HBO Veep, um, a year on the Homeland. And from there, I started uh, really getting 
um, my acting juices going. So mm. continued with some training and then launched into um, indie films. Um, did some work with um, Victoria Rao for Jacqueline and Jilly. Um, uh, several different uh, independent films, obviously met Arlette and uh, did uh, The Lonesome Trail. Um, my bread and butter is um, kind of industrials, commercial work, um, voiceover, and I host a uh, five-day-a-week uh, broadcast um, to the U.S. military around the world um, nice. for Stars and Stripes, the the uh, newspaper for U.S. military around the world. It's called Stripes and Seven. I'm the host of that show five days a week. Nice. Very nice. We're glad you can do service for your country that way. That's amazing. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty proud of it. Thank okay. you. Okay. And, and what was that one precise moment that simply influenced you into what you're doing for the rest of your career? Um, me? Is that to me? Correct. Yeah. What was that one precise moment for you that simply said, this is what I'm going to do? Well, um, that's a good question. I, I think it was just being on set when I first started getting on set about nine years ago, it was just, it was enjoyable. I saw what um, the other performers were doing and at the high level, when you're talking about a house of cards and beat, um, and I, I decided, yeah, let, let me let me give that a, a shot. So I started getting uh, some some training and giving it uh, my best effort, starting the journey of learning the craft. Hmm. That's interesting. You also mentioned uh, Julia Dreyfus as well, too. And uh, what was it like working with her? She's one of my favorites. She was absolutely um, amazing and pretty much the the character that you remember from Seinfeld. Oh yada, is, yada yada she wasn't yeah. acting. <laughs> she wasn't she was not acting that is her personality that is the way she she rolls um very personable very down to earth um she and just incredibly talented so i i really enjoyed working with uh, uh miss dreyfus yeah mm, that sounds very interesting love to meet her one day and uh who are some more other favorite actors and um actresses and um also growing up as well, too, even your uh, favorite movies growing up? I think um, one of my favorite actors that I um, worked side by side with uh, was Michael Kelly. Um, he was the henchman on House of Cards, just an incredible guy, an incredible family man. The character he be portrayed is nothing like him in real life. He's just a gentle soul, very sweet, uh, remembers your name. Um, kind of guy. Um, but when you saw him on the show, his character, it was um, a side of him that never came out. <laughs> <laughs> Ex except when they, except when we were rolling. <laughs> I think I can attest to that with some people too. So I understand. <laughs> oh gosh, that's amazing. I love what you got there. And uh, Arlette, you're a uh, from uh, is it Reiser Town or Reiser Town, Maryland? So if you want to, it's wanna... Reister's Town. Reister's Town. Okay, thank you very much. Just want to get a double check on that here. Uh, you're you've been writing, producing, directing, watering, uh Christian-based plays, music videos, and short films for more than a decade. You also working on Lonesome Trail and uh, Arlette. Tell us how you first got started. Uh, I've actually been writing since I was a child. I uh, started writing when I was like five years old. Um, I wrote. Uh, poetry. I wrote uh, plays. I even acted out the little plays when I was a kid. And um, I got involved in acting at a very young age. Uh, my mom named me after a famous French actress uh, named Arlette nice. Thomas, actually. Uh, and um, my mom always called me her little actor. I used to think she meant I was I was putting on, but uh, you know she may have meant that. But uh, I I really like the arts. I got involved in dance. Um, I was uh, also in the choir. Um, I actually tried out for Peabody uh, Institute for dance uh, when I was young. Uh, I I really was always in the entertainment uh, arena. I actually took uh, the acting workshop at uh, Towson um, State University, the same one um, that Danny Glover was in when he was uh, in Maryland. Um, so um, I was very serious about acting. Um, 
I learned a lot of different techniques, the Meisner technique, method acting, um, improvisation. Um, and those are things that um, I still hold on to. Um, I used some improv with Lamont and some method acting when we were um, working on things for uh, The Lonesome Trail and uh, with some other actors. Um, it, it's just uh, when, you, when you really love, um, you know, this writing and performing, I actually uh, produced my plays and actually at the last minute, uh, one of my actors uh, decided that they weren't going to be able to perform. And I actually had to go on stage on a play that that night actually and Ooh. step in as a character and oddly enough I had the paper in front of me and I was able to look down and I was performing and people were in the audience didn't have a clue and I was like oh my god I cannot believe this <laughs> yes yes I'm a newspaper reporter paper boy <laughs> it was it was really funny to me but I was I and people said you didn't seem nervous at all I was a wreck but I um I didn't want to let the other actors down but uh yeah this is kind of in my blood it is something that uh is like breathing for me hmm. I admire you as well too if if I had got thrown into the last minutes it was like I mean sweat would have just you know, poured all over thinking it was like a, a thunderstorm or something or or a leak in the roof or something so <laughs> I admire you guys for that and what was that one precise moment that simply influenced you into what you're doing for the rest of your career Arlette? I think what really influenced me was uh seeing actors um who were really serious about the craft I mean um Sidney Poitier was an actor I admired. Uh, Ruby D was an actor. Uh, Dorothy Dandris was an actress I admired. Um, I like a lot of old movies. Uh, Betty Davis. Betty Davis was real. I mean, she to me was one of the first actresses that didn't care how she looked. I mean, she just she was raw, and it was truly um, amazing to see her perform and break um you know just break through you know um you know they always talk about the third wall and breaking that third wall she broke it she didn't care um you know what people thought she was going to bring that character forth and 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 i mean she would scare you because she was just that good she was just that amazing and very amazing indeed. It made me think of the song Betty Davis Eyes and just pierced through you. So, I mean, that's just uh, admirable what she does too. And um, being, you know, besides Betty Davis and some of the others you mentioned, who are some of our other favorite actors and actresses uh, growing up along with some of your favorite movies? Well, um, one of my most favorite actors um, has always been uh, Danny Glover. I, I admire him tremendously. Um, he's able to be funny. Uh, dramatic um and he's an activist i mean he does a lot of things the you know to impact um you know uh, society so i admire him because of his you know his 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 true commitment to society as a whole um an actress that i loved growing up actually one of them was um um Barbara Streisand, um, and I know that's really funny. My brothers and sisters used to make fun of me because I, uh, when I was younger, my mom bought me um, a Barbara Streisand album. Because oh, I, I love Barbara singing. Streisand, and who doesn't love Barbara Streisand? Am I right? I well, don't you love Barbara Funny Streisand? <laughs> yeah, you know. I it. watched her in Funny Girl and um, uh, What's Up Doc and different things that she did. Um, I really loved um, just the fact that she was just so phenomenal in terms of her voice. Uh, I really love to sing. And um, I used to sing a lot of songs uh, that I would hear her singing. And um, I truly, um, there, there are so many actors that I love. I mean, um, 
I could just go on and on. I mean, um, just different people who truly have the ability to just take you on that journey. Um, and one of the things that I love about this industry, because I'm a creative uh, and being a creative, you can build a story from anything. You know, I can see an ant and create a story, you know, look at what they did with the animation ants. So, oh I mean, my gosh, that's one of my favorites. My yeah. kids really fell in love with it. It's like, that's so groundbreaking and so creative. It's like, how do they do that? That was so amazing. You know, when you're a creative, you can you can just build something from anything. Uh, it's it's just so amazing. I don't know if you liked uh, Jackie Gleason. Um, Jackie Gleason um, was, you know, and I'm really not old enough to know all about Jackie Gleason, Wait. but I love Jackie Gleason. Um, and I and I and I really I watched a lot of uh, the old shows. You can't get them. You just can't get them. So you have to search to try and find them. But I love uh, the remake that they did of uh, you know of of that. And it's just amazing. Um, there are so many things. I mean, um, Lucille Ball was also one of my favorite favorite actresses. Oh my gosh, my wife loves Lucille Ball. Yes, <laughs> because she was a businesswoman um, and she took uh, things seriously. She built her own studio. Uh, her and her husband, Desi Arnaz. Um, there was a lot of uh, things that they did. Uh, her comedic um, background, she created it. Uh, kind of like Michael Jackson created his own way of dance. She created her own way of comedy. And uh, it really, really impressed me just seeing uh, that she was able to do that, step into that role. And she was able to continue to act uh, when she got older. I mean, until the generations changed and um, she just wanted to work, you know, working in this industry for her was like just breathing. And when she wasn't able to work anymore, I think that's one of the reasons why she, you know, you know, later died because it, it, it was just in her blood and she loved it so much. Mm -hmm. I was going to attest to Jackie Gleason as well, too, that uh, it was perfect time because we saw um, a, a remake of uh, Jackie Gleason about the life of him. I think it was in 2002. We saw it on Amazon Prime and um, it was uh, talking about how, how Gleason grew up, you know, as an only child. His uh, older brother died and, um, you, you know, where he got his uh, comedy, his inspiration and um how the honeymooners got started and of course you know the method acting he wants to do it his way and everything and it just made me think of this too you kind of like you know emulate um jackie gleason do you feel you're you're close to being like a, a jackie gleason or more of um a lucille ball type you know it just kind of got I me think thinking more about of a that. lucille ball type um and i say that only because i carve out my own space um and you know uh I was really blessed to have uh, friends who were in uh, the industry who uh, were doing Westerns and to be able to secure their location to do our Western. Um, and that was uh, One-Eyed Horse. And it was a blessing to have uh, Wayne Shipley as a good friend and to be able to utilize that space. But to be in Maryland um, and to be able to have the opportunity to have a Western set. Um, and I helped build that set. We helped paint it when, uh, when they actually were putting everything together. So it was very exciting um, and being involved with his Western films and just having someone that's a friend like that to encourage you to, to do your, your Western. I mean, I wrote the Western and you know, but being around that, because I, I grew up with Westerns. I grew up, um, started watching Westerns. I was only one years old. Oh, and, wow. Okay. Um, I remembered them because um, you remember fun things, you know, and those were fun times with my dad. And um, being a child of a, of a home where, you know, your parents separate at a very young age, you remember the things that are uh, actually 
important to you. And my dad was even surprised that I remembered that, um, <laughs> you know, I watched Westerns with him and he, he was amazed. He said, you, you remember that? I said, oh yeah, I remember sitting on your lap. I remember falling asleep. And um, I remember the Westerns and how you would be so excited watching them. And he said, um, it's amazing that you remember that. But I did, and it made such an impact on me. I watch Westerns every day. I watch Gunsmoke. Mm, that's one of um, my favorites, yes. Yeah, I watch... Um, Oh my goodness, I watched so many westerns. Uh, Let's see, The Wild Wild West, I think it was at, um, it was like something Ross, Ross something. It's like, you mm -hmm. know, one of the stars. Um, Lamont, it, maybe you can help me out with as well, too, with Wild Wild West. And who was on there? Like Ross something. It's like, I saw his name. I could think of his name. It's like, it was Ross something or something Ross. It's like, that was one of my favorites. Mm. I can't think of the name right yeah, now. That's, oh that's, that's from so long ago, but the remake was with Will Smith. Oh, um, yes, that that's good. another one. Yeah, so yeah, I, I know just about every Western there is. Um, I even watch spaghetti Westerns. I, I love Westerns. Um, and um, I even like, I mean, I love True Grit. I love. Oh, Once I watched that West. a while back. One of my favorites, the first one, John Wayne, who can, yeah. who, who can never forget John Wayne, I'll tell you. <laughs> I mean, you can't watch a Western and not see John Wayne, but you know, um, you also have to be able to, I mean, Sam Elliott, uh, you know, um, Kurt Russell, um, Val Kilmer, you know, these are people that are in Westerns. I mean, uh, Menderes even, you know, he did Westerns. Um, you know, most actors will not pass up on a Western. Westerns are just uh, intoxicating for most people. At least they are for me. Um, I love horses. Uh, so for me, if I could, uh, if I if I could, I would I would have a horse and get up every morning, and just take a ride around my property and just watch the sunrise, because nice. it's such a peaceful and serene experience to you know be able to do that, just just enjoy that kind of environment. So westerns kind of give me that uh, when we were on our set. We um, we had a studio house that was up the road, and then the saloon was down the road. And <laughs> down in the valley or gully was where we uh, would shoot a lot of the scenes where the horses were running and different things were going on. And I remember running up to the studio house, running back down to the saloon, running down the hill, coming back up. And, you know, it's so amazing because it was a lot of running and it was so hot it was hot because we shot the entire summer, wow. but it was so hot. And oddly enough, nobody on the set knew that I suffered from heat exhaustion. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> I was out there in the burning sun running around and I couldn't believe that I'd never, ever had one problem um, because it was, it was hot. I mean, Lamont will tell you it was hot. It was extreme stream temperatures out there. Mm -hmm. and, and I'm sure Lamont handled it pretty well. You can jump in if you want. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, um, it, 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 it was a full summer. Um, it, it, was, it was a good time, but as long as there was a tree to sit down and run my lines and a tree to sit under and run my lines, then I was okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. And, and, and since we're on uh, the Western subject as well, too, uh, what are you guys' thoughts on uh, Yellowstone and um, 1806? Those are the two, um, you know, most popular I've seen as well, too. So what are your thoughts on those guys, Sue? Jump in. Well, I like Yellowstone. Um, it's a little modern for me um, as a Western, um, but I do like it. Um, now, um, the other one is a little graphic. Um, I mean, I like just about every Western. Um, I like Django, even though it was very graphic. Um, and I am a Christian person, but it was very graphic. Oh, yeah. Um, it was very graphic, very bloody. 
um, it's the only thing about Westerns when they start, the more, the more um, technology that we get and, and the stronger we get with technology and with CGI and all of these things, um, and depending on the director, mm -hmm. uh, they like to see a lot of blood. <laughs> they like to see a lot of uh, shooting. Um, I like to see a lot of story. Um, if you if you remember True Grit, you got to see a lot of story. I mean, John Wayne oh, yes. on the horse when he was doing the, the horse scene where he was shooting the guys, but you, you just didn't see as much killing, um, but but most men say, well, it can't be a Western if it's nobody getting killed. And I get it, I <laughs> um, because I am a Western fan. So, I, I mean, I, I, I do get it, but I do love stories. Uh, and when you can when you can see, you know, Tombstone had a lot of killing, but Tombstone had a great story. I mean, the friendship. Um, you just you just can't you just can't deny the fact that there was such a friendship between Doc Holliday, you know, and um, Wider. You you just can't deny that, and that moved that story along. That kept you um, engaged, and I loved it. I mean, it it was such a phenomenal uh, story. Uh, and I mean, they had the, you know, okay, corral, they had the fight and, mm -hmm. you know, the shooting and all of that. And the guy um, always gets the girl, you know that, right, Lamont? The guy always gets the girl in the end. Uh, it was a little. There. Okay. Well, oh, I'm sorry, Lamont, I think you were breaking up for just a minute. So, so yeah. Um, just want to make sure you're still with us here, but um, you, you know, talking more about like, the westerns and everything. Um, uh, I'm here. Let's go to you for just a minute. Um, what are some of your favorite westerns growing up? We even on a roll with westerns. What are some of your well, favorite? Well, I mean, you, you 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 said it, Wild Wild West. Um, the, the the series, Chaparral. I grew up on on those, and then we fast forward all the way to uh, today. She said, uh, Arlette mentioned Django. Um, Okay. For and of a Westworld from HBO. Oh yes, that's another one. Okay, I remember uh, that. And there's a, and I think there's a couple others too, like you know, Bonanza, Ponderosa, and um I remember Lauren Green was another one. There was like so many of them too. And um, you, you know, we we um you know get in, get into that. And um let's before we fast forward over to Lonesome Trail and uh beating on a different drum here as we um Go on here first. Listen to the Mike Widener Show at the themikewidenershow.com, powered by SoundCraft Studios. Visit online at soundcraftstudios.com for all your needs. Look at a professional website without breaking your budget. SoundCraft Studios is the answer. SoundCraft Studios offers fast, affordable custom web designs at below the competition way. Call today, 1-800-303-3960. It's 1-800-303-3960. Or email to support at soundcraftstudios.com. Mention the Mike Widener Show. Get 20% off your first project. Sonic Web Studios, take your image to the next level. Also, time to give official shout out to our official sponsor of the Mike Widener Show, international warring author Mia Molson-Zia. If you love fast-paced mysteries, you'll love Missing by Mia Molson-Zia, available on Amazon and paperback and ebook. Missing is fast-paced and intriguing with an unforgettable twist. Takes place in four countries, two strangers, one target, where truth is illusion and those you love will be the first to go missing. It's available on Amazon and paperback and ebook. Missing by Mia Molson Zia's got great reviews, and Eve Eleven enjoys by Howard celebrities, including Joanna Cassie, Forge Riley, and Manilis. So grab your copy today for Goes Missing by Mia Molson Zia, available on Amazon. Also, check out the Mike Widener Show at themikewidenershow.com on over 40 podcast platforms, heard in over 100 countries, including Hamilton Radio, Always FM, Diamonds Radio, and more. Take us with you on any mobile device. Subscribe to the Mike Widener Show on the YouTube channel. Follow the Mike Widener Show on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok today. For great gift ideas, go to Amazon.com and check out the Mike Weiner Show podcast. And for more great gift ideas, go to Amazon.com slash me and Melson for great books, merchandise, and more. I'll support the Mike Weiner Show on Anchor FM, PayPal, themikewidenershow.com. Make sure you give generously today. We're here with uh, two terrific, um, talented um, actors and also a director as well from the East Coast um, in uh, in Maryland and also in um, 
Maryland as well here on the Mike Wagner Show in Pennsylvania. So um, we're going to talk about the Lonesome Trail. And of course, you talk about um, how things go beating a different drum. And uh, speaking of a different drum, um, Lamont, uh, you're also an accomplished drummer as well, too. And uh, tell us more about that. It sounds fascinating. Um, my uh, my end of the signals. So could you repeat that question? I know it was about Oh, oh, oh I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, you're, you're an accomplished drummer as well, too. And, um, you know, we're talking about going a different drum with um, the Lonesome Trail. And, uh, you know, tell us about you being an accomplished drummer as well. This sounds amazing. Well, um, uh, in my basement, I play, but I, I grew up being a drummer for um, a church um, um, and uh, a gospel group. And um, I performed, I mean, literally at 16 with um, some of the biggest names in gospel at the time, Danabelle Hall, Andre Crouch. Um, and so then my original plan was to be the world's greatest drummer. And then uh, life got in the way, career. And so at this point, I just enjoy playing it, mm -hmm. uh, exercise, and for my own spiritual um and, and creative uh, um, abilities in my own basement, but I, I don't form. Uh... Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. We understand this that. This is my part. Out, one of my outlets. Uh -huh. And also this also uh, led you into a successful, um, you know, partnership with um, Arlette as well too on the Lonesome Trail and uh, talk about how did you guys uh, first come together and how this uh, project first came together, the Lonesome Trail. Do you want to say, Lamont? Um, I was uh, event, um, a women in film and uh, and video event, and um, uh, Arlette was there. It was a, actually a holiday event, and Arlette was there. It was my first time meeting her, and um, I brought these. Uh, nice uh spicy wings along uh, to, to, to the event and uh they, they were the hit of the event so arlette just had to find out who is this guy who brought these delicious um, spicy wings so we got to talking and uh saw a little bit of my and uh she said i'm doing a film and i think you would be great for a particular role and that's where it began yeah. hmm. that that is rather interesting too and of course uh, it's about where uh, cattle baron starts using uh churro hounds to terrorize uh, homesteaders in a small mining town and a preacher comes to uh, the rescue as well too and um and he and he fights fights truth with a Bible and not a gun. And of course he's able to, um, you know, get rid of the homesteaders staying their ground. And, um, you know, how this idea first came about, did it come from a story that was, um, you know, like in a papers or historical, or was like a number of events or something. And, you know, it, it sounds like a really creative thing too. Like, you know, most Westerns, they always, you know, bring, bring their guns and everything else, but, you know, fighting with the Bible, you I mean, that's just really interesting. Well, I actually, uh... I was watching Tombstone at the time with my husband and my two sons. And uh, it inspired me because I had never seen a Christian Western. And I, as I sat there, I said, you know, I really would like to write, write a, a Christian Western. And I just started writing it kind of like as a story. And then um, I got caught up in the story. I, I started reading some of the story to my husband and my sons and they were like, that sounds really good. And I said, huh. So I said, well, let me, let me keep writing. So I, you know, I, I tend to, I'm very prolific. So I tend to do several things at one time sometimes. So I started actually um, writing it more and more. And then I decided I was going to kind of work on the screenplay. And so I kind of worked on uh, the screenplay. I tend to flush out screenplays by doing a treatment because you know the treatment allows you to tell the entire story from beginning to end and I wanted to know how my story was going to end so I decided I was going to kind of just write the treatment so that I could summarize it so that I could get an idea of all my characters flush them out and I did that and 
then I continued to kind of write the story out. And then I kind of wrote the screenplay. Um, it was an original story. Uh, I know there are other films called The Lonesome Trail, but this was uh, the, the title that, you know, God placed in my spirit and I called it The Lonesome Trail. Um, I really uh, got into uh, the character of the preacher and uh, Bill Barnaby because, you know, in the 1890s, um, there was a lot of uh, different things going on and there were racial issues during that time. So I thought, you know, during this time, there had to be some friendships that took place uh, between uh, people of different races, uh, even though, you know, I had not seen um, that. I mean, you know, Buck and the Preacher Man is, is not, you know, about that. But um, there were stories of people being friends, but um, I really wanted to show um, this relationship of a black man during this time and a white man who um, had just did not see color that just saw two men you know he saw himself as a man and Bill Barnaby saw himself as a man and you know to be able to show that this could take place and this kind of respect could happen and um so that's what I meant when I said that, you know, when you're creative, you can build any world you want. Um, you can build the world the way you think it should be. So uh, that's kind of what I did. I, I wanted to show forgiveness. I wanted to show that people could work things out um, without necessarily fighting. The preacher went through a lot. Don't want to give any spoiler alerts here, but he went through a lot, um, but he stood by his principles. And um, it cost him. That's why the tagline is forgiveness comes with a price because it does. Even in real life, um, it comes with a price. Uh, you forgive people, but it doesn't mean that they're going to change. Exactly. Uh, you know, and um, so I know that the preacher, you know, he even he even was pressed uh, at one time where he, um, and this is a spoiler alert, he, he wanted to knock um mccray out you know and he voiced it he he told it to elizabeth he said i i wanted to knock him knock him flat so um to show his humanity to show that he had a humanistic quality i'm a man and i i get angry too and you know even though uh god is you know my focus and i want to do the right thing you know, sometimes you, you feel like you could cross that line. And I wanted it to, you know, wanted to show that uh, humanistic uh, quality in the preacher. And um, I think that we did it. Um, and I truly like Peter Ray in this role. He uh, epitomized that role for me. Uh, and um, I, you know, I enjoyed working with him. Um, and I think that he and Lamont Easter were together, they had a very good, you know, energy um, together. And um, that was something that I really worked hard at because in looking for the preacher, I said to myself, um, this has to be somebody that is really gonna be able to carry uh, the relationship and these two people had to have a very unique relationship. And one of the things that Lamont did, which I appreciated so much, was he was so palatable, you know, palatable. I mean, mm -hmm. he was, he was, he was flexible. I know there were times I got on his nerves, especially <laughs> when he was driving that team of horses. <laughs> he was trying to drive the horses, and I was trying to tell him what I wanted him to do. And, you know, it's, you know, a lot of people don't realize everybody thinks they can act. Everybody thinks they can, oh, I can do that. And, but, you know, driving a team of horses, you know, draft horses, those are some big horses. Oh and my goodness. Yes. It's like, even I can't even do one. I'll tell you. So, you know, I'm a man myself. I have a hard time with just a plain old horse. <laughs> yeah. Oh they're, 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 
there's some stubborn horses and um you know the gentleman wayne ward who has passed on thank god for him because he trained lamont and he really helped lamont to learn it and i remember a couple of times when he was you know trying to move his horses i i was like wow you know he I learned how stubborn those horses were because I've ridden horses and I don't mess with horses that, you know, have uh, attitudes or, you know, that, that, that want to try and bite you or, you know, I don't, I don't mess with horses that, that have those kind of personalities. I like sweet, gentle horses. So, but those horses, he was, he was so good with those horses. And then Lamont kind of took on um, Wayne's character. <laughs> borrowed some of it because when he said, ha, ha, and he was, he, was, he was very, very, very firm. And I've never met a horse more stubborn than me. So we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> you, 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 you make a great cowboy, I'll tell you a lot. You make a great cowboy. You can work on my ranch anytime. I'd be happy to have you on. Well, well, spe well speaking of that, uh, Lamont, uh, you know, tell us about your role in the film and uh, what you do as well, too. And um, maybe you can just, you know, share some of your stories as well, too, you know, you know, from the movie The Lonesome Trail. Well, as you have, have mentioned, um, I play the role of, of Bill Barnaby um, uh, early in the in, in that period, as as I was um, moving north with my family, uh, out west, uh, northwest, actually from the south, um, kind of uh, trying to look for a, a better life for for my family, um, with the the way the the situations were in the south at that period, um, and I had done some time. Um, working with um, the, the Union soldiers um, as a conscript, um, or a contraband, excuse me, um, where we weren't allowed to be a part of the Union uh, force. However, we could um, work around camps and help pitch tents, help work out. Uh, so I started uh, um, working around the camps with injured uh, Union soldiers, started learning some of Western medicine, um, amputations, because uh, I was helping out, um, was also involved with uh, some of the Indian tribes in, in the area. So I was learning um, um, herbs and, and different medicinal pr uh, practices from, from the tribes and kind of blended those together. And that kind of formed and allowed me to when I did get to um, to uh, Red Spring, that I, I had I had some additional talents, um, and so as as we pulled in, um, I don't want to give away any anything in the movie, but th there were some tense moments, and um, um, uh, Preacher Brent, uh, played by uh, Peter Ray, um, kind of intervened and we we began our friendship and our journey uh uh and our storyline in the film one of the storylines is our relationship and you see that grow in the uh um, the conflict that we also had so i i think it's a beautiful story it's a beautiful relationship and i think it comes across because peter and i uh on set um he's just a, a a great personality. Um, the chemistry existed with us off screen, which allowed us to nice. perform on screen. And so I, I can't say enough about Peter Ray as an, an, an actor um, and a, a good sounding board um, in addition to our, our let's uh, direction. Um, he was reinforcing um, uh, the, the, my, my abilities and bring, bringing things forward. So, yeah. That is certainly amazing. I love when everything all comes together. And what do you want the, um, the, the viewers to, uh, to come away from the movie? I think what I would love for viewers to come away with is that, you know, there are so many different ways to settle things. Um, and just being able to forgive doesn't mean, I know a lot of people, you know, they get angry and they think if I forgive someone, um, then they got away with it. Actually, 
they haven't gotten away with it if you forgive them. You forgive them to free yourself because when you hold these grudges, they, they put you in a prison and that prison just comes down on you and puts you in a bad situation. Being able to forgive and let go of things allows you to move forward. And um, just understanding that at any time the preacher could have um, raised his fist, gone and got a gun. Anybody can get a gun and shoot someone. Anybody can fight someone. The strongest person is someone who can diffuse an argument uh, with their mind and their spirit. But to, you know, to, to, to cuss someone out, um, anybody can do that. You know, it takes uh, resolve to be able, and I learned this from my mother and I learned this from my grandmother and my great grandmother who were the strong women that were in my life um, and um, from my faith. I mean, we all get angry and, mm -hmm. you know, and, and I can't guarantee that you'll not uh, react when you get angry, people react. But pause is what I, I would like people to take away, pause, you know, think about what you're gonna do before you do it. Uh, even when people hurt you, think about what you're gonna do before you do it, because after you do it, you can take it back. It's done and the damage is done. Um, as you will see when you watch The Lonesome Trail, there, there are so many different things that happen in this story. The friendship um, that Bill Barnaby and the preacher have is, is just an unusual friendship. And mm -hmm. um, I think the trust that Bill Barnaby develops for the preacher um, comes out of a genuine spirit. Uh, mm -hmm. And I think that uh, it's something that everyone can take away as well. Just, um, you know, friendships come from places you never expect. Very true. Um, and sometimes you're friends with people you never <laughs> Or, or, or you stumble upon by mistake. That's happened before too, right, Lamont? It's like, you know, the best friendships are just unexpected. You stumble or an incident or, you know, anything like that. So, Absolutely. Well, they, they say, you know, opposites attract. So definitely that is true. Um, and I think that's the case in the Lonesome Trail. There are opposites in the situation there, just like they are in life. Mm -hmm. So and, I think people will will enjoy the film. And, and where can we uh, watch the Lonesome Trail at? And uh, where where can we find it at? There are so many places. Um, first of all, the Lonesome Trail uh, book is on Amazon. Uh, people can get it in uh, paperback. Um, they can get it in Kindle, and they can get it in hard um, um, copy. Um, the hard um, copy of the book. Um, the film is on Apple TV, iTunes. Mm -hmm. uh, the film is on YouTube, Vimeo. The film is also on, um, oh my goodness, um, Amazon Prime. Um, the, the film is also on uh, Dish TV. Um, it's also on... Uh, Comcast, it's also on Fios. Um, all of this is video on demand. Um, and it also is um, in some library systems as well. Um, so they would just have to ask. Um, so um, it, it's pretty much um, everywhere on video on demand. Um, and that is through Gravitas uh, Ventures is the distribution. So um, truly, um, it's 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 available, and people will be able to get it. And I hope they enjoy it. We certainly will check that out. What's coming out for uh, actor Lamont Easter and uh, director Arla Thomas uh, Fletcher? We'll find out just one minute. You listen to the Mike Widener Show at themikewidenershow.com, powered by Soundcraft Studios. Visit online at soundcraftstudios.com for all your needs. Also brought to you by official sponsor, the Mike Widener Show, international warring author, me and Wilson's The Missing, available on Amazon and paperback and ebook. We'll be back with actor Lamont Easter and director Arla Thomas Fletcher of The Lonesome Trail after this time.
We're back with actor Lamont Easter and director Arlette Thomas Fletcher of the Lonesome Trail here on the Mike Widener Show. And we cover a lot of ground. It sounds like a great movie to check out the Lonesome Trail. And um, what else can we expect from you two in 2022 and beyond? Well, for me, um, I can be viewed daily at uh, stripes.com, which is the U.S. military, one of the U.S. military platforms. I'm the host of uh, Stripes and Seven. It's um, news to the U.S. military around the world, uh, the defense community and their families. Um, it's an independent news source. So I'm the host there five days a week, uh, Stripes and Seven. I continue. I'm in a hotel right now in uh, Pennsylvania, getting ready to do a shoot, a commercial shoot tomorrow. So here and there, I'll pop up on commercials, hopefully in a community near you. Um, uh, um, and uh, I, I do hosting, um, MC hosting, a lot of things in the fashion community, a lot of charity events in the Washington DC area. Um, so I'm, 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 I'm around. So and, and uh, if you want to kind of, if you want to follow me, uh, LamontEaster.com. And you're also the founding board directors as well, too, for AutismFYI.org. You speak for autism, childhood cancer, women's empowerment, and more, too. So you're really involved in a lot of projects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> AutismFYI.org uh, is a, an, a, an organization focused on young adults on the autistic spectrum um, and uh, work with um, childhood cancer. So a, a number of things. Um, uh, so um, I'm, I'm very interested in giving what I can. And most of that is my time. Okay. Well, certainly uh, check that out as well too. And Arlette, uh, what can you expect from you in 2022 and beyond? Uh I am working on a number of things. I just, um, I have a children's book called uh, Dreamer's Journey uh, that is on Amazon currently for Kindle. Um, it's going to be coming out in paperback uh, and it'll be on Amazon. I also have another book called Planning Your Dreams. Um, nice. It's for teens. Um, it's going to be in paperback. It'll be in hardcover and it also will be um, in Kindle. It's already on, on there on, in Kindle uh, and for Amazon. And um, I um, also have uh, some songs that are out there. I have um, my song, Jesus, You're the One I Depend On. That's on herenow.com. Um, You're Not Alone is also on YouTube and um, a great song. If anybody wants to listen to it, it it's, it's, really about just knowing that, you know, that God is there for you and that you're not alone, you know, so just an encouraging song. Um, I also am working on an animation. Nice. Uh, it's called The Cat Face Cat. Uh, we're going to be doing it as a feature film. Um, and we are working on it right now as a series. Um, also um, working on a book that's coming out. Um, well, actually not working on it, but it'll be coming out in September, it's called Giving God's Love to Others. Um, and that will be coming out uh, through publishing company. Um, it will be in bookstores in different places, probably Barnes and Noble and a lot of different places uh, for that book. Uh, and also uh, have a feature film um, that I'm working on actually um, in development of. It's a superhero film um, with a lead a uh, female character. Um, so just working on different things and, um, you know, keeping busy. Uh, mm. So um, excited about that. Uh, also an audio book for the Lonesome Trail, uh, working on that. That will be something that will be coming down the line um, probably in maybe about two, two or three months. Uh, it's gonna take a little time for us to get it all done, um, but that's gonna be coming out. Um, so uh, yes, definitely a lot of things going on. And sounds like you guys are keeping busy, which is amazing. And who do you consider biggest influences in your career, Lamont? Oh, um, <laughs> I kind of, I kind of beat my own path. So I can't say anybody has influenced me. I influenced me. 
and I have a regular um, uh, nine to five job on top of it. I'm a career federal servant with uh, a judiciary branch in federal government for the last 34 years. So I'm quite busy. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with being a, 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 an influence in your career. Am I right? So Harla, who was your biggest influences in your career? <laughs> you um, can say yourself, I, it's okay, just like him. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say my biz- biggest influencer is myself. My biggest, I, I would say uh, Cereva Racher was a tremendous influencer in my life. She's a casting director who I met, um, who got me involved in film, um, in terms of theater, um, you know, uh, as far as that, uh, I think uh, my mother was truly an influence because she pushed me to be a creative person, um, to sing, to act, to dance. Uh, so my mother was a tremendous influence in that. Uh, and so in my writing as well, um, and my mom's name was Inez. Um, and so I would say, yeah, she was a tremendous influence in, in me being me. And um, uh, I forgot to mention that if people wanted to reach out to me or couldn't see my work, they can go to arlettthomasfletcher.com. Um, but yeah, the, 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 the greatest influence of, of all for me is, is, is Christ. I am a Christian, so I would say that. Um, because God always places these things in my heart. Um, and if it wasn't for him waking me up, I wouldn't be here. So um, that is one of my greatest influences over top of everybody and anything. Um, and that is something I'm very grateful for. And certainly amazing as well, too. That's fantastic. And what's the best advice you guys can give to anybody at this point? What I would say is, um, you know, in terms of you can be anything you want to be if you're willing to put in the work. Um, we all have our road. We all have our path. Uh, if you have dreams, uh, you have to have goals. You have to have a plan, uh, and you got to work your plan. You know, you you, you can't you can't uh, do what you want to uh, achieve by not working your plan. When I met Lamont, he was he was he had a plan. He worked his plan, and it worked out for him because he stuck to his plan and what he wanted to do. And one of the things that I've seen with so many actors who have a plan, um, it's, it's a road and it's a path that they have to take and be committed to. Um, and some people, um, it, it, it may not work out the way they thought it would, but uh, for some people it does. Uh, but you have to you have to have a plan and you have to be committed to it. Sometimes you have to work a full-time job and do what you do. I work a full-time job and do what I do. I'm not ashamed of that. Um, so I kind of work like three jobs at one time because no, no, there's it. nothing wrong with that. Everybody does it these days. I mean, dual career is still okay, or even tri-career. It's okay, guys. You can still do it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so you you do what you have to do, um, and it's it's really about hard work. It's really about that and commitment and not giving up because um, you know don't quit, don't give up on yourself, don't give up on what you believe, uh, don't let anybody deter you from that because people will tell you this is a hobby. Well, maybe it is, maybe it isn't, but you won't find out unless you try. True. And you give it give it all you got because one day. When you, uh, you know, when you look back, you want to know that you at least gave yourself the opportunity to be all you could be. And that's that's the key thing to me. Mm, and certainly true as well. Lamont, what's the best advice you can give to anybody at this point? One foot in front of the other. <laughs> Just one step at a time. Um, that's 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 really it. Uh, keep moving forward. Um, and if there, you know, if there's a fork in a row, take a doing something is better than doing nothing always um make make a choice and and go for it um and follow your heart stay true to yourself and speak your truth mm-hmm. and very truthful indeed as well we're with uh, actor lamont eastern and director 
Arlette Thomas Fletcher of the Lonesome Charlie and the Mike Widener Show. Guys, a very big thank you for your time. You both have been absolutely fantastic. Looking forward to having you guys soon. Make sure you keep this up to date. Keep in touch. Glad to have you back. And once again, um, tell us where can we find the Lonesome Trail? What are your websites? How do people contact you? Where can uh, everybody purchase your works? Check out your works and especially check out the Lonesome Trail. Well, for me, it's uh, LamontEaster.com. Um, uh, and if you have any medium of electronic where there's video on demand, you can search for The Lonesome Trail, uh, Arlette Thomas Fletcher, and you will find it. Okay. And Arlette, where can we find you at? Uh, you can go to ArletteThomasFletcher.com, TheLonesomeTrail.com. Um, you can also go to FruitsOfTheSpiritProductions.com, and you will see um, our work. Um, you can purchase um books for me online um by looking up um my name arlette thomas fletcher if you go to arlettethomasfletcher.com you'll see all the books i'm working on um also some of the projects that i'm working on you'll see on fruits of the spirit productions.com um and um definitely um be on the lookout. Uh, we're, we're strongly considering um, doing um, some crowdfunding for the animation. Animations are uh, a, a huge undertaking, and we've been able to get uh, two of our episodes done, and we'll we'll be working on other episodes. But um, doing the feature will be um, a tremendous undertaking. So definitely um, keep keep looking out for us. It's called the Cat Face Cat. And um, we will have our um, proof of concept out as well as um, our trailer for it soon. Sounds great. We're certainly looking forward to it. Guys, a very big thank you for your time. You've been absolutely amazing. Looking forward to having you again soon. Make sure you keep us up to date. Keep in touch. Love to have you guys back. We wish you all best. And Lamont and Arlette, you both have definitely a great future ahead of you. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. I want one of those pillows. Ha, ha, ha.